This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and get a free Star Wars item worth $20. Laser time, the internet's. Uh, what's the number in the general league? Um, 69. 60, uh, the 69th leading pop culture show on the internet. <laughs> the gas number. Yeah, the, the gas, gas number. number. Hi, I'm Chris Antista. Who else is here? Uh, Brett T. Justice. Yeah. Uh, Dave Rudden, and I'm in me mom's car. And, Def- and uh, yes, the man, I'm so happy is here because I don't know if we could have done this without you. Grim Toretto. Grim Toretto. <laughs> uh, the new Fast and the Furious movie. Yes. Mm. Is, I'm reaching for my headphones. <laughs> is upon, dramatic pause. Is upon us. We have not seen it as of uh, this recording, but we're going to see it opening night. We mm-hmm. are big, big fans, if you haven't heard Hell recent yeah. shows on the most confusing timelines, mm-hmm. which Fast definitely has somehow become the most comic booky movie ever in a sea of comic book movies. This is true. People come back from the dead, get amnesia, <laughs> switch sides. We it's have insane. A, we have the, a movie. The third movie is like the most chronologically late in the series. It was. And they until the seventh. Until the seventh bridges it all together. And, and if it right. wasn't for Paul Walker, they could have went back to those three and brought Han back. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but if you don't know what Laser Time is, we're a pop culture <laughs> show and we generally do a ton of research these fun little lists. And I, I want to in honor of Fast and the Furious coming out, and I get maybe a little like Fate of the Furious, Fate of the Fate of the Furious. I love F8. how they don't give a <laughs> so fuck about titles. So yeah, good. No, they SEO. no, they give a lot of fucks. Do they? They make sure it works. Like Fate of the Furious. I F8. know, but that's that's coming after like the Fast and the Furious two thousand one. Yeah. Four yeah. is just Fast and Furious. Yeah, 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 yeah Fast yeah, yeah. is. Uh, Part five is Fast Five. Fast five Part six is Furious Six. Furious Six. Yeah, yeah. Furious Seven. Fate of the Furious. Hey, like it, I guess that's true. This is the one where they got cute. Putting all eight of those movies like in alphabetical order on the DVD <laughs> shelf would just like give me. Oh, a it's aneurysm. impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. But I do love that series. But it, like Grim and I are also like uh, creaming our jeans over Baby Driver, mm-hmm. um, yes, the Edgar Wright movie. Awesome. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes just from its South by Southwest viewing, and Sony moved that's, it up three months. The CGI yes. movie where no, Baldwin plays a baby. That's Boss Baby. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> Oh, it's uh, Edgar Wright's uh, first non or non Scott Pilgrim slash Nick Frost Simon Pegg film. Is it Mini Driver's Baby? No, it's not it's Mini Driver's CG Baby. CG Alec Baldwin sitting baby. on six phone books driving <laughs> a Ferrari. Uh, but I wanted to ask Grim, like, what do you think are the ten best car chases? Well, funny thing you asked there, Chris. Yes, <laughs> which we'll get to. Yes, but because I I love where we, obviously it's going to have a. Laser time stank on it. Some a little Gen Y attitude. You won't be- <laughs> you won't believe how fraggles how fraggles get it by yeah. about thirteen percent. Yeah, that's right. One of these movies stars Dabney Coleman. Yes, um, that's right, baby. <laughs> but the millennials are in. But we also uh. disincluded Bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and part of part of this is because we were trying to find greatest car chases in movies that aren't necessarily car movies. And my yeah. favorite fucking car movie ever doesn't have one of the best car chases. And Cars two. No. <laughs> Good job. This is Sheriff Buford T. Justice. I'm in pursuit of a black trans man. He's all mine. Yeah, Smokey and the Bandit is one of my favorite car films it of all time. And I got a big welcome waiting for you when I get you back. 
Buford T. Justice. Wow. We, I, we I, we, I was kind of drunk one night at like 2 in the morning, and you and I were just trading Buford T. Justice <laughs> clips. And it's it was, one of the best performances from like a cornball movie. Like. It's because it's Jackie Gleason, a legendary figure who hadn't been working that much, and Burt Reynolds is sort of like, yeah, do whatever you want. And yeah. he literally does, and it's fucking insane. He's just unleashed on that fucking movie and steals it away from Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is. As soon as I get home, the first thing I'm gonna do is punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, there's nothing, but none of the car chases are particularly exceptional in the first yeah, film. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's mostly like a highway kind of, you know, mm-hmm. outrunning because it's a big rig and a Trans Am, mm-hmm. and they're kind of outrunning the law. And it's you know very. There's a song, isn't there, in the movie that's outrunning the law? Uh, Eastbound and down, <laughs> pretty much. Eastbound and down by co-star Jerry. Oh my God, I forgot his name, but he's dead. O'Connell. Jerry Reed, <laughs> not O'Connell, <clears throat> but that's Hal Needham. Is Buford T. Justice the genesis of angry Southerner stomping his cowboy hat on the ground? <laughs> yes, I think it's wrong. the basis yeah. of all that, yeah. that stereotype. It must yeah. be. The movie is really, really funny. It is. And it's really good. It holds up really uh, well. The second one is god-awful. As a, as a Midwesterner who grew up on the border of the mm-hmm. South, I am, I am privileged mm-hmm. to have genuinely seen a police officer throw their hat on the ground. Yes! <laughs> uh, oh, that, that has happened. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was no beautiful. Oh, shit. It was on a base. It was on a baseball diamond, and then he started kicking Dang, sand at the umpire. <laughs> what do you mean he's out? Kid, All the rooting is too. Getting too. And some kid in a dirt bike went around the bases. And that's not how you do it. Human vaudeville. Wow. But that movie is amazing. All Hal Needham movies are. They're super underappreciated because they're technically terrible. They're really not great. It's in it's Burt Reynolds, like, his best friend and roommate was Hal Needham. A stuntman who eventually turned who needs director. <laughs> He's dead now. How need? But he directed Cannonball Run. Did he do the Gumball Rally? Um, I don't know if he did that one. He did what? White Lightning? Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of stuff with Burt Reynolds. Yes, and like uh, is generally known as like has been known as a pretty schlocky director up until maybe just me. Like I love rediscovering the Cannonball Run films. They're insane. Right. They're really stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, like, yeah, I need to rewatch those. Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. are Clearly. the most hammered men on on camera I have Clearly ever seen in my life. It's ridiculous. It, it is yeah. so much fun to watch that shit. My um, favorite thing about Cannonball Run is when the state, mm-hmm. for one of their credit sequences, did like a shot-for-shot yes. remake of the Cannonball Run sequences, where, yes. it, where it's just Burt Reynolds smacking Don DeLuise around. They are cre- they are credited, <laughs> and I forget which, I think it's Cannonball Run, they are credited with the first movie to show a blooper reel at the uh, end. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Like, the, the very thing Pixar is a staple for every Pixar movie was started by Burt Reynolds and Hal Needham. Those movies are always fun, if nothing else. Yeah, like, yeah. The it, car action's great. Like, it's all just and one old of old American muscle one stuff. One of the ones I... is not on here is Hooper? Yes. Because Hooper is insane. Hal Needham and Burt Reynolds again, but just no, to he cut... goes back in time? To, it's, that's that's Looper. Yeah, yeah. But to cut out all the chuff of, like, who needs a fucking story? This character is a stuntman and just does stunts <laughs> the whole movie, yeah. but as a result, they're some of the most insane, deadly stunts you've ever seen on film, but there's no dramatic tension to them because mm-hmm. it's just them doing their... I'm going to ride under a smokestack at the last second. That mo- that game split second that I loved, yeah. half of those oh, yeah. things are based on shit oh, in the Hooper. Yeah. Uh, because they're and insane the, stunts. The game Stuntman is yeah. exactly oh, yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hooper, but that, like I wanted to acknowledge other car chases that were rad right off the top. And a modern one that everybody here has seen. I think, for some reason, Captain America has had great car chases in both of mm. his Man. most recent movies. Winter Soldier, that Sam Jackson. Yep. The oh, fucking, yeah. With a turret popping up out of the center console, <laughs> yeah, like the impervious car that gets like yes, uh, that's yeah. a fantastic sequence. And then the it's like not a car chase because it's a human chase. It's Black Panther, yeah. Captain America, and Winter Soldier running around on a highway. Yeah, yeah, but it conveys 
an incredible sense of speed from those characters around cars, but it totally yeah. it's hard to qualify it as a car chase. Mm -hmm. I think There's somebody's some in a car. Action. Yeah. You know. But it, it's an, it's an awesome sequence and truly awesome. And because I, I was obviously if you haven't heard Laser Time before, I'm like, what is the first car chase mm -hmm. ever on film? And then asked two model responded, Well, Chris, and, <laughs> and it was just like, well, that would be stagecoach or birth of a nation with the horses. <laughs> That's the first car. Like this sucks. I'm not. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not talking about like yeah the great train robbery, but yeah. it like it just. My grandfather's criticism of modern film would have been like these movies and their car chases. And it's like that's but that's been around forever. Buster Keaton had a train chase before there were car chases. Yeah, yeah. And like and now he's like, Oh, these it used to be like it's a hack criticism of modern film. Why are you throwing your grandfather under the bus? He's like dead, this? man. He can't fight back. He can't fight what back. What did he do to deserve this? He's the only and again, he's the only one who encouraged me to go into what his a field he called computers, whereas <laughs> nice. my parents would not get me one because they didn't see the value. What is Christopher? He's, he's just one word, computers. And that's, <laughs> Thanks, grandfather. I don't got one. Don't know what Stay they do. Stay away from Scotch. Imagine, imagine when your grandpa talks. There's like some Italian fiddle in the background. Klezmer music. You're missing, yeah, exactly. mixing up Brooklyn stereotypes. Now get in here and stir this cup of <laughs> Which is where he's from. Uh, but but I, I was trying to go back and find like the earliest car chases. It's weird. For some reason, the bank dick pops up a lot of W. C. Yeah. Fields comedy because mm -hmm. it's it's the end of the film. Ah, see, but Bullet is credited as like it's the first movie to do a car chase like that because before like people kind of like skidded around like a Hollywood lot, whereas mm -hmm. Bullet was like this is San Francisco, this is a car tooling around, really hurting itself and damaging a lot of shit mm -hmm. for ten minutes straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we disincluded some of those. 60s, 70s, like late 60s, early 70s car movies, because some of them are really bad. Hmm. Yeah, um, Vanishing Point is tough to watch. It's uh, so boring and so 60s and so up its fucking psychedelic ass. And so why then, does it get thrown around so much? Because it, like, it does have a, a genuinely great car sequence. Yeah. And like car one of the first. Man. And it's got a great Dodge Challenger in it, and the mm. car itself is a great car. blacktop, really cool. It's, it's a, I think That's it's, a better movie. It's though. a better movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's is the difference between a Challenger and a Charger? Challenger's two-door, Charger's two-door. Uh, that's, that's the same. Yeah. I mean, they're both huge, big, long-body things. Yeah, that's why he's here. Because I always hear him back and forth, Charger, Challenger, Charger. And I'm always right. curious, like, is there, like... The Charger's generally the more iconic one. That's the one I think that's popped the up. The Challenger's the one I have a weird affection for, the new one. Because it yeah. looks so much like The new ones old. are very boxy. The yeah. new one, the Challenger's the two-door, and the Charger's the four-door. Yeah, okay. But like, yeah, the old ones, they were both two-doors. My... There was probably some engine configuration. That's why <laughs> My friend had one. Uh, it got T-boned. And then, because uh, because it's one of the new ones, uh -huh. it has the LCD screen in it. Yes. And he has Bayonetta wallpaper in his, <laughs> yep. in his charger. It it's, just announced the uh, Dodge Demon today, uh, which is a Dodge Challenger that has... Not going to sell that in Georgia. 900 horsepower. <laughs> and it does a 9 point, I think, 8 second quarter mile. So it's a 10 mm. second street legal car you can buy from a factory, which is absolutely Put to ridiculous. good use. Yep. I wish Look forward to it in a car chase with the cops. In a YouTube highlight reel of owners <laughs> yep. crashing them horribly. Who will orphanages. be the first to die? Yes. <laughs> um, I, and I wanted, like, Terminator 2. That is a fucking... Yeah. It's such a great chase sequence it's just barely a car sequence because sure. it's a shitty little dirt bike and a Mack truck yeah. mm -hmm. but it's well, one it's of the best idea. action yeah. sequences ever well it's a ever. fat boy it starts off as a CR250 oh that's oh he, he, he picks up he Edward Furlong off the shitty off Budnick the dirt bike and Furlong yeah. yeah that's his name uh, but yeah, watching it, I mean, everything about that scene, the the abandoned L L.A. waterways, oh, yeah. the flipping the shotgun in a circle. It's been so in a, great. A lot of 
car like that's been the, the place for a lot of car chases. Like I remember, oh, yeah. I think yeah. Greece that at yeah. the end they have the the race there. The race there. Yeah. Uh, one of one of our other entries has a car ah. chase there. Also driving the truck off the overpass, so and it's like clearly right. like this thing is wrecked forever. That's, yeah, but that's part of this the, thing will never roll again. That's part of the beauty of car chases, and I I don't want to boil it down to just being American like. We all drive, mm. or we all ride around in cars. It's something we can immediately mm -hmm. understand on film, as, sure. as opposed to like a dogfight in space. Mm -hmm. Like we have some realism grounded to what these cars are doing, and that Terminator Two sequence is just—it's—it's it's simultaneously pioneering CG and using the most practical effects yeah. ever. I mean, one of the earliest car. lessons you learn when driving mm -hmm. is when you put two fast food trays behind your rear wheels and do donuts in a parking lot, and you <laughs> ding your rear fender, and they're like, "That's seven hundred dollars to repair." You're like. Fuck. Uh, yeah. yeah. So when you see a movie and it's like, yeah. we're just gonna trebuchet a car. Yeah. Into a I did. Volcano I like, did not yeah. know that. Driving around in my '89 <laughs> Ford Bronco 2, bought yeah. for three grand at McDonald's. Oh, God, uh, hard, hated, hard work, McDonald's money. I would have hated your guts. Yeah. Why? That car, man. That car is great. It's a fine first car. It's okay. I had it for now. It's a little OJ Simpson. Uh, and everyone, had, had, everyone I ever met who drove one was got awful. a Calvin and Hobbes sticker on the side. <laughs> we I was went so camping red. in one of those to a place, reservoir called Hellhole in Northern <laughs> California, and the road there is. Windy mm -hmm. as shit, and it's all downhill. My friend's Bronco too, which is poorly maintained. There was five of us in the car, and fully loaded with shit and camping crap. And the brakes basically caught on fire at one point, and Holy no longer shit. worked. So we had to pull over and wait for the brakes to cool. <laughs> yeah. And this is on like a road that's just a winding mountain, road yeah. and, like a four thousand foot plummet into a ravine. And you're just like, I was so irresponsible with that car. Like, I don't have any money or any gas. Let me see yeah. how far I can oh, get. Yeah, I would just run out of the gas and like walk to the closest friend's house <laughs> mm -hmm. and leave my car there for two days while I scrounged up Big Mac money. <laughs> Fuck it. And, and, and I there was one point we took it to the park that had like these hilly embankments, these rolling hills, and I was. Let's launch my car in the air. And like, oh, yeah. yeah, that seems fun. And the, it was fucking awesome. My friend James skinned his knee on the roof of my car because he wasn't wearing a seatbelt as we were launching my Ford Bronco wow. in midair. And then it kind of landed sideways. Yep. And my transmission fell. <laughs> and it's just like trying to explain, what were you doing? Like, it's... It's mm. not important. I, I did. You watch movies and see a million cars yeah, do you that and ride away clean. And you're like yeah. sick. And the next and scene, that car was breathing comfortably. It, yeah. I think, I think yeah. that repair costs more than the entire wow. car. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But I, I had no, no option but to pay to fix it. Seventy-nine Dodge Ram Charger. I'm like a uh, huge berm that somebody had dug up by our local dump, and I was like, all right, baby, here we go. And then just and the car is a big brown pile of shit that weighs eight tons, and it just goes and I'm like, wow, this is nuts. Slams first in the ground, control arm snaps from the driver's side. I'm like. What the hell? <laughs> but I, sorry, I, how did I this happen? Forgot the dumb point I was trying to get to. My my the dumb cliched hack thing about new films, like critiquing it for being ah, it's all car chases and loud noises, and like it's kind of boiled down to one movie is all car chases. Like I don't see a lot of films focusing on car chases. Well, anymore. they're expensive, right? If uh, you're especially doing kind it, not of, CG, kind of. And I, just a little shout no out. No offense to Queen Latifah to and the, Jimmy Fallon and Taxi. Duh. A little sh shout out to the probably down and out to Dax Shepard, who. I've heard him in interviews. He loves those Hal Needham movies as much as I do. He's like, I just like cars and I want to make that. Yeah, absolutely. So he makes these little B movies and for some reason the studio's like, oh, you want to do Chips? Mm -hmm. We love Chips. They didn't consult the American audience. Like, no one here gives a fuck about chips. I've oh, never seen an episode of that show and I'm like the person you're trying to reach. Did you renamed it Kettle Chips? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Did you see Hit and Run? No. It's just like this oh, yeah. pleasant B movie salute to like, a guy getting over toxic masculinity through muscle cars. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fine. I saw it on a plane and I'm like, this is not bad, but everybody in the world hates Dak Shepard in his car movies. And I'm like, 
He's going for a genre <laughs> you never liked to begin with. Well, it also it's important to note that uh, cars aren't popular with the youth really anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's that too, which probably does not. I, I mean, sure, it's fun to watch if you don't give. They're a shit all using about cars, wheelies but. to get around. I know. <laughs> Sneakers, right? Oh, a wheelie chase! I don't <laughs> want to see that shit. Uh, it, but th- I think that's part of the reason I did gravitate back towards car movies because not unlike I would guess England because they're not a huge driving culture and I don't drive anymore so like I'd say England's more dedicated car culture in America in a lot of ways but the, the, I think they it's are so because they it's so expensive, expensive. Car, most yeah. people don't own a car and it's mm-hmm. just sort of like well I've seen one I can glam I can watch Top Gear a show yeah. that is literally jerking off to it for an hour and they also all drive stick shift cars on roads <laughs> that would be considered one lane here yes. all day so it's, and all their vehicles are Huge somehow less shit. cool than Mr. Bean's car uh, like that's that's all I know about England but now, but yeah since none of us really drive um, I don't I go get my jollies on, on car chases. I like them a lot more than I did than when I drove. Right, right. Um, and and uh, speaking of the Bay Area, a couple of chases take place there. Mm-hmm. Little shout out to Freebie and the Bean, a ridiculous movie that is not on DVD. I think it's through the Warner Archive Collection. Yeah. The manufacture on demand, burned burned for you. Wow. Yep. If you order it, it's burned on a disc by Warner Brothers <laughs> and sent to you. Yep. The bean, the bean refers to Alan Arkin, who plays a Latino man. Yep. Yes, uh. that Alan Arkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Playing alongside Paul Newman. No, it's uh, James Caan. James Caan. James Caan. Star of Vegas? <laughs> and it's got some of the most dangerous San Francisco car chases I've ever seen. Really good stuff. And wow, this is going to date me, too, because the show's over. Uh, the Mythbusters mm-hmm. shoots here in the Bay Area, and across the bay yeah. is the lot... Where they shoot all their most of their car stuff, it's most of the Alameda. stuff that requires speed, mm-hmm. and that was the set of the Matrix Reloaded car chase sequence, yeah. ah. which I think may still hold the record for most cars wrecked. I think if you look, what was the website you were talking about before we started recording? Oh, the- uh, IMDCB, I think is the name of it. It's Internet Movie Car Database, <laughs> wow. whatever that is. Car database. Yeah. So, and you were saying like from every scene they point out what model, what like, make, what year. Unrelated cars. Like you could look up like, you know, uh, what's a good example of a movie people? Like Marley and Me. And there would be a page for Marley and Me in the background cars in that. And you're just like, all right, cool. Uh, and Jeez. So they would have a shitty time with the Matrix because I believe Cadillac gave them every vehicle. No, yeah, everything in this is a Cadillac. So there's a Mack truck and everything's a Cadillac. And they mm-hmm. destroyed 300 of them that all donated from Which Cadillac. is cool and it makes sense because, you know, the agents would all drive the same car and it would be a Cadillac. Sure. It would and be kind of like misses the implications of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, whatever. Hey, <laughs> it's it it's a typical the... game. Ubisoft signed this Porsche deal, and that's yeah. what you're going to see. Same thing in Get Out, actually. All the uh, cars that the white people drive are Lincolns, which is like, oh, I wow. guarantee you they paid for that. And Lincoln's like, great, we got uh, exclusive rights. Uh, you yeah, know, you know Jordan Peele was right? making fun of yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. Though that car reveal Movie's at the very great, end, the I don't want to spoil it, but the, the car reveal at the very end yes. is it's awesome. one of the greatest yeah. things. Things and says the saddest thing about our culture. Uh, it is so wonderful. That <laughs> movie not, I just saw. I just saw the if movie. It's not Bigfoot. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but that is uh, that is our, our honorable mentions mm-hmm. for car stuff. If you had any oh. more to bring up, um, I'd say Le Mans real quickly. Mm-hmm. Le Mans. Just yeah, it's a Steve Queen movie. It's uh, just racing footage. Steve mm-hmm. McQueen was a bigger car dork than anyone on earth. Really, he had maybe, a- maybe Paul Newman, but like. <laughs> Yeah, Paul Newman's close. movie career didn't reflect his love of cars, whereas Steve McQueen's did. Yes. Like, he drove yeah, like, in everything. He had his personal, like, 907 Porsche mm-hmm. race car in that movie, and they strapped cameras to it and mm-hmm. recorded shit, and it was like, nobody did that. Also, that movie is an hour Le and Mans? a half long. Yeah, 50 minutes of it 
is just racing footage. And I swear to God, Steve McQueen has less than ten lines in the entire film. <laughs> that's, a, that's the that's the earmark of a good Steve McQueen movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, instead of, of instead of staring. speaking here, can I just smoke? Yes. <laughs> sure you can, Steve. Uh, Live a long and happy life. I give a shout out to uh, Johnny Five chasing Oscar on the boat. I fucking love that. Uh, he does technically too. grab onto a truck at he, one point. Well, he is treads. Mm-hmm. I everything really he pissed off. Everything I he does is a car chase. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, I sent you two. Did uh, you? One is my favorite Simpsons car chase. Uh, there it is. Which is influenced by uh, Terminator Two. Oh, this is yeah, Chris. <laughs> Where's that? Ready? <laughs> uh, cut off the fucking last Geo. Uh, and, uh, the they other... still make Geos? No, no, no they're dead. It was a bunch of brand Saturn. Chevy offsets. And a, or, like, Saturn's are gone too. Saturn is, it's Pontiac yeah, still gone. gone now. Pontiac is gone. I think oh. it yeah. is because it, it GM all GM sub brands. Yeah, really? Yep. Oldsmobile baby. That fuck. I am so sad Saturn. that joke in the postman about the character named Ford Lincoln Mercury <laughs> isn't going to hold up anymore. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Got to rewrite that one. And uh, also, License to Drive, mm. the best uh, car movie starring both Corys. I remember a car this. Corey movie. My sister really watched rented uh, this a lot. It's basically yeah. just watching yeah. one car get like continually destroyed throughout the entire movie. Corey Haim is trying to take Heather Graham out on a date. And it keeps going wrong. And at the end, he gets back. He tries to, like, bring the car back to his house. And it's in terrible shape. But then he has to drive his pregnant mother to the hospital in reverse the whole time. I See, I only know that movie because everybody in school talked about it because it was on HBO. (laughs) And everybody talked about a scene. I've still never seen License to Drive. Mm where a woman's top is ripped down and a picture is taken of her tits. <laughs> and that was like, that's the only thing I know about the film. Yeah, well, Heather Graham awesome is like super drunk moment. the entire time, so she doesn't say anything. So it's all just I remember like slumped in the back of the car the whole movie. Is that movie, teach, it has a line, because they're all learning how to drive and getting their licenses, and there's a moment where they're learning, hey, if you get in the water, don't slam on the brakes. If you start hydroplaning, like, mm-hmm. and I, even I was probably like seven when I saw this, and I was like, Brett, don't hit the brakes and don't hydroplane. Yeah. And uh, and then there's a scene, of course, where the exact scenario occurs, and he does it anyway. And uh, we all had a good laugh. A little mm-hmm. foreshadowing. Well, I'm glad Grim is here. You're kind of a car aficionado. You can tell the makes and models. I'm and here to dork out. Yeah, and when we get back from this short break, uh, we're going to talk about our the 10 greatest car chases according to Laser Time. It's called a rainbow road. It is a road that you go. It's a road that you go when you die. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's a road we're all gonna go. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's got Princess Peach, Mario, and the Toad. It's a road called Rainbow Road. It's a road we're all gonna go. We'll go. Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! Thank you guys so much for listening. Wanted to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Geek Fuel premium delightful mystery box featuring six to eight items and an exclusive shirt. We always refer to Geek Fuel like a birthday present you give yourself or as a gift to a loved one every single month because Geek Fuel is all about brightening up your day once a month with cool goodies featuring your favorite stuff like Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Pop Figs, Zelda, Halo, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, Futurama. The list goes on and on, ranging from pint glasses, cards, posters, shirts, comic books. 
and each box is guaranteed to contain $50 worth of stuff, and Geek Boxes start for as little as $14 plus shipping and handling. If that weren't enough, you can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time and receive a bonus Star Wars item worth $20 absolutely free. If you're looking to put a pep in your geeky step, consider Geek Fuel, and if you want that free Star Wars item, head to geekfuel.com slash laser time. you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. The first clip here is an episode of Golden Girls. Uh, comes back from break, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's Estelle Getty sitting on the couch watching TV, and this was just funny, like, the terminology she uses here. I'm like, you call that wrestling, you pansy? If you can't take a crutch slam like a man, get out of the business. <laughs> Damn. Just get yeah. out of the business is such a like modern <laughs> phrase, yeah. and a, like that she knows it's all fake and is just like this guy sucks. Yeah. Uh, the just, dirt sheets were wrong. Yes, like it's terrible. And it just his hard. work rate is bad. Yes, like that she's judging it on this meta level of like oh this specific wrestling joke, and it's just like an when in he turned and out. face no pop, no pop at all. <laughs> get bonus time, Laser Times weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcasts, as well as full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. Laser Time, second segment. Come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Let's put the pedal to the metal. Do, do we have some honorable mentions? Like I asked you, Brett, and you brought up the fucking insane movie Jade. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. I don't remember what the movie's about. But Dude, Nicholas a- Cage is full Cage in that film in as the Jade? villain in Jade. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Yes. Uh, so Jade is. Uh, but I forget- David Caruso, like, yes. like I quit NYPD Blue to start a great movie career. <sighs> so I was flipping through the TV like in high school, and the Nicholas Cage movie was a separate movie. Okay. Uh, I don't remember anything about it. All I remember is Caruso. Uh, flying over the San Francisco hills and then through shoulder-to-shoulder Chinatown mm-hmm. in a car. And yeah, like you said, it's like a Ford Taurus. And like an 87 hmm. Thunderbird, I think. Just yeah. two cars that like are wide and low and like... Big old sh- American boats. Should not be launching. And the cartoonish degree to which they are flying over these hills. Like, what's the steepest hill in San Francisco? It's like... It's like Broadway or something. I there's, forget what it there's is. Some, uh, the there, one that's like genuinely scary to go yeah, over. Yeah, like the one where there's like, like divots in the ground from yeah, cars. Yeah, I just walked up it. one of those over the weekend. So yeah, it's like Pacific Heights. There's like Fisherman's Wharf and all the super touristy stuff. And then it elevates to shit. <laughs> and yes. then it fall, flows back down. And it looks it. like they put a ramp at the top of that. And <laughs> yes. then the cars were shot off of it at 40 miles an hour. Yeah. And you can just look on YouTube like Jade Car Chase. And it's yeah, all yeah. there. And it is like, it, it takes a second to get to that point. But once they start launching these cars, you're like, Every every scene, this car has to shatter when it hits yeah. the ground. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, we will have an adjacent article to this, lasertimepodcast.com. You see all these clips. I know we're, it's fun to talk about, but they're really fun to watch, yeah. too. And I, I highly recommend just looking up just Jade Car Chase. Yeah. It's we'll, we'll throw it in the article as an honorable mention. So fun. Instead of here. And because 
I just looked it up. This is not the Nick Cage movie I was thinking of with David Caruso. This is directed by... It's written by Joe Esterhaus, uh, Showgirls Man, I believe. But directed by William Friedkin. We'll be on here, I think, four times (laughs) in our top ten. I I know who he is, but he's most famous... His most profitable movie is The Exorcist. And we just watched The Sorcerer. That's an amazing car movie with no chases. That's that's about a car filled with uh, volatile dynamite that has to Mm -hmm. move one mile an hour through the African jungle with no paved roads. Man, so it's Blast Corps. It is totally Blast Corps. It is totally Blast Corps. Remake of Wages of Fear. I don't want to get called out because that movie's great too. But Sorcerer is really pretty. It is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really good, and he'll be on here again. Uh, a car, uh, people who know where we're going with the list know okay. what we're talking about already. There's a couple on here that are just auto includes. Yeah, even if we are goofing it up with some laser time. You mentioned the, you like the Skyfall sequence. The Skyfall and, sequence, the opening sequence that is great. Just the motorcycle chase, through, yeah, like, Turkey, where it's like they're riding on the tiled roofs. There's like it looks great. It's great. It's just filmed so well. And I mean, you know, we could put any number of Bond things on here. Yeah. Most of them are. Goof Troop 9000, like, uh, <laughs> the one, the Lotus, that turns into, like, a submarine, and then it yeah. shoots a periscope missile up yeah. at, like, a helicopter and, and it's, stuff. like, cut in half by a helicopter buzzsaw or whatever yeah. movie yeah, that but is. The flip from Casino Royale hmm. is great. Like, that oh, poor yeah. Aston Martin just, like, hurling. Oh, just on a quiet road gets yep. tossed in the air. Because they put What's-Her-Face in the middle of the road. Casper. Uh, you know what? I'll Ava give some, some, a little, I want to give a little shout-out to The Dark Knight. Because that has a lot of really, really fun car sequences. The whole semi-truck sequence from Dark Knight is is absolutely great. And just if you look at the behind the scenes of that, like, how how do they do that? Like, he didn't even do CG for that. He made a one-third model of the fucking car's... And it's it's miniatures, yeah. although up put, to up to your chest miniatures. They put um, one third model people in there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, tiny Heath Ledger. <laughs> that's all we have, that's all we have to look forward to with Heath Ledger. Now. Um, are we coming up on the ten year anniversary of fucking Heath Ledger's oh, death? Uh, it's 08. 08? Jesus 08. Christ! So man. it's close. Uh, and in Rogue Nation has a, a yeah. cool chase in it as well, but uh, I really did not like that movie. And I Ghost Protocol had tons of good favor <laughs> for me. I love Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Um, any any other honorable mentions we want to get out here, Grim? Your Ninja Thunderbolt scene, which we have <laughs> to include. Ninja Thunderbolt you. is, I think that was a meme that made the rounds maybe in the <laughs> early aughts, but it's from some absolute Z-tier Chinese action movie, and it's like 10 seconds long. We could probably pull it up, but yeah, it, it, it is here. Enjoy oh, it. yes, yes. <laughs> it's really good. It's Steve Urkel's car in wow. a chase with ninjas even, on roller skates. Even smaller than Steve Urkel's car. I have uh, no idea what that if is. If you imagine a thing you'd put a quarter in outside of Toys R Us... <laughs> Uh, it does look like the body of a quarter-based helicopter yes. uh, motion ride. And then roller skate ninjas <laughs> come flying out. It's great. And roller skating ninjas <laughs> are capable of keeping up with this yeah. car at speed, which <laughs> is my favorite part. A little skitchin action for yeah. all you 90s so kids good. out there. Oh, Jesus, that's great. <laughs> High-speed ninja action on yes. YouTube. That's great. It is so good. Uh, but I probably have to start with... Yeah, the most the biggest no brainer when you ride and like if people are still writing clickbaity listicles about car chases, mm-hmm. I hope they're including Mad Max Fury Road because that movie is yep. it's hard to distill it to one because it's, it's all fucking chase. There's like two really moments stops. where there's not a car moving. Yeah, when they okay. I think it starts and then the only part like where they stop stop for an extended period of time is where they meet the old ladies. Yes, so we can see a blue sky and meet some old ladies. Yep, and, and then it's back to the old grind. And then it's all it's all fucking chases. But that I I just remember I felt like my grandmother during moments of Furio <laughs> where I'm like holding my chest <laughs> and my mouth is open <laughs> as a, a guy sure. is throwing an ATV over a cliff and somebody shooting him out of the air with a shotgun like this is everything I ever wanted <laughs> it really is and I mean it's like uh, George Miller obviously yeah. the director did Mad Max 1 and 2 which you could also probably pick but Mad Max doesn't have a lot of great car sequences like Beyond Thunderdome gr- is like there's no cars in it really at all you're right but it's it, definitely it's one of those things where it's so 
it gets the idea of cars so yeah. much, and like it's very particular hellscape. Well, of the first a place one's where, all driving, right? And I think mm. the implication is that yeah, cars were the reason that people killed themselves, and now it's all they have left, and yeah. it's like cool. <laughs> Yeah, but behind the scenes, like the design of those vehicles, it's like yeah. it was all someone trying to make an art collage to the society that the was. Cars in that movie are some so of the coolest crazy. things ever in any movie, to my mind. Like the they have they still have the site up for like looking at the custom creations, really, like, and all of them are all like old American steel things, like American graffiti, like mm. Cadillacs and Fords and shit, and they're all just these monstrous <laughs> things, like a lot of big Australian shit in there too. But they're just put together in this way where it's just like. I don't know. A lot of those little car design things like say shit about like what kind of vehicles they are, but in that movie it's like let's just basically inject this mm -hmm. with like steroids and toxic goop and like have yeah. this lumbering leviathan that just crushes <laughs> everything underneath it. Yeah, like, I'm going to okay. put the like the Ghostbusters hearse on monster yeah. truck tires. Two of yeah. them actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is great. Um, I really love Mad Max Fury Road. It feels odd. It's almost like hack to bring it up. You have to bring that shit no, up absolutely. if you're talking about car chases. Yeah, yeah. In a chase movie the bummer is what? But, what was that? Twenty fifteen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like two years old now. I just assumed like because we saw that trailer and like what the fuck is this? And yeah. I went back and watched Beyond Thunderdome. It is fucking terrible. Uh, that yeah. movie sucks. I haven't seen it in a long time. Road Warrior is great. Yeah. Uh, Beyond One Thunderdome. One complaint is that I always bitch about in mm -hmm. Mad Max is that he drives a Ford XB Falcon. Mm -hmm. And that car has a real plastic front. So every time you ram somebody in the fucking thing, the front just completely vaporizes. And you're like, God damn it. You need to put a in the, bumper on there, Max. Yeah. Remember how shocked I was in the movie that they just explode that car in the first sequence and it mm -hmm. never comes back. Hmm. Like, Not at all. Uh, yeah. Such a great movie. I assume... My favorite thing about that movie, too, is that people like live on those cars, right? Yeah. Like... The scene where, like, uh, yeah. Furiosa is repairing stuff, and yeah. they're just at speed. Yeah. And she's just climbing underneath it, like, mm -hmm. gotta change the oil. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's such a great, like, it's mm -hmm. almost like they're ships. Yeah. They're almost yeah. as much as ships as I they mean, are. Every, because everywhere is inhospitable, mm -hmm. so they gotta live inside these. Uh, it's just oh. like Waterworld. <laughs> uh, I guess one honorable mention, uh, Wick 2 has a has a really good car Shit. chase in it. I have not seen Wick 2 <clears> yet, goddammit. I can't remember it super clearly, because I was just, like, taking with it the whole time, but there's just a great one in the middle of a city where it's just, like, yeah. weaving in between shit. And we just watched it for uh, it's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time. A full in commentary to the original John Wick. That is just that one sequence where he just does a drift while holding a handgun out a window and shooting mm. people. Yep. It is astonishing. There's like quick little moments like that too that don't deserve like a, a whole like, oh, this whole movie's a car movie, but like yeah. what's it called? It's a great example. Wanted has that great scene where Angelina Jolie's oh. driving that Viper and she scoops up what's his yes, face. Yes, scoops moving. him up with a drift. And uh, then there's, remember the movie Red with Bruce Willis? No. <laughs> I didn't but see I know what you're talking about. There's that movie and there's a movie, or there's a scene in that where he basically is doing like a 180 and he steps out of the car as he's doing the 180 oh, to like yeah. shoot at somebody and the mm -hmm. car like whips around like, and it's fake as shit but you look at it and you're like, tight. That's, yeah. that's what you gotta do with CGI car stuff. Yeah. Like. And that's why I can't call like Matrix Reloaded the best car chase because there's literally a oh, sequence yeah. where Morpheus cuts his SUV in half with a sword and then shoots it to death. <laughs> like In one moment. It's, it's about to give a shout out to Die Hard with a Vengeance but then I remember Fuck. I just remember the game. I'm like yeah. those are cool. Yep. Wait what about actual car chases in that movie? Not really. Not <laughs> really. They, they speed in the Central Park. And then they do neat. a water puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. They, 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 yeah. it, oh this is how the shrines really are. <laughs> So yeah. somebody edit that with a <laughs> No, I gotta put on this sign. What? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Holy shit. Where do we want to go from here? Fury Road into 
You know what movie I've never seen? Mm. And this is weird because at the time I was a huge Robert De Niro fan. Predator Ronin? 2. Ronin. Ronin. No. Ronin is another perennial, like, always on these lists. That's um, Frank Frankenheimer? Yes, John, John Frankenheimer. One of his last films, yeah. One of his last films. Mm. It is super duper good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a heist movie uh, with, uh, there's an IRA subplot mm-hmm. that comes in later. Uh, and basically it just has some of the just really, really best shot kind of mm-hmm. car chases. There's two sequences in the movie, one in Paris... Which I think is a BMW M5 and like a Peugeot 506. Mm-hmm. And they're both boring as shit. Like saloon <laughs> European like sport. Like higher end like mm. the suspension's nice. But the chases are just realistic. Because it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm picking up my goons after robbing some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want like a Lancer a Evo or a Lamborghini. I want something that four people can jump into and we can speed <laughs> off with. And it's all through like, you know, metropolitan like Europe. Yeah. So it's tiny ass roads with these fairly sizable cars just rocketing down them through traffic and I talked about it earlier like mm-hmm. there's a scene where she jumps on the expressway the wrong way and they're driving against traffic and she's hitting her high beams the whole time mm. so courteously to like flash <laughs> to let people know that she's coming my yields are on pretty much and it's like it's such a weird little touch where it's like this is so good it's very like heat-ish you know where it's mm. like the high scene in that with like the gun scene where it's like they just did a lot of research and like what if you actually did this and mm. those movies Again, someone's going to go, oh, so you pull out a rocket launcher and blow up an Audi? And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but, you know, those scenes for the most part are really well done. Like, yeah. there's another sequence where there's an Audi S8 and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a rocket launcher where I think a Jean Renault comes up through a sunroof and, like, nice. nukes a Mercedes. I look forward to seeing it yeah. in this article. And this is, because we're going to put an article up with these clips in them. Yes. And this is my favorite clip. You and I were lucky enough to see the original Gone in 60 Seconds, like yes, an original the Castro. Print, which I've seen the Nick Cage remake. I don't care it's one way or fine. another about it. It's, it's kind of like... I saw it. I have no memory of it at all. It's other a, than it, Vinnie Jones headbutting mm. someone's punch out of the way. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> and that made me like grow chest hair immediately. <laughs> Angelina Jolie dreads as well. So. Uh, it, but it's yeah, one of those yeah. summer blockbuster movies. It seemed more of a, like a tent pole for like, we have a billion celebrities in this film. Yeah. The original... No, I don't recognize anybody. Right, and half the movie is one long car. The original sequence. is a garbage piece of like kind of budget cinema. Yeah. It's so grossly seventies, where everyone's got like bell bottoms. Oh. No one can really. Every act. wall is made of wood. Yep, the whole setup wood. is like. The only cool part about the setup is that they go into detail of how to flip stolen cars. Yes. So if you want to know how to, like, forge VIN numbers and plates off of, like, scrap cars and resell them... In 1977. It goes into a fair amount of detail, and it's like, wow, okay, you guys did your homework there. But, yeah, and then the end of it... Because it's the same premise as the Gone in 60 Seconds, which is a reference to how fast they can steal a car, but the premise was that they need to steal... There's a list of cars that they need uh, to get for, like... A goon that's gonna mess them up. Yeah. So they have a list of cars. Each one of them has, I think, like a name on it. Yeah. And they need like fifty in a, in a 50 day. In like a couple yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they go around stealing all these cars, and there's a fuck ton of cool cars in this yes. movie. The Not last forty minutes, it just doesn't stop. Yeah. Now the last forty minutes, once it starts, is the last car, Eleanor, <laughs> which is like I think a seventy-five Mustang. I put it mm. in the article. But um, yeah, it's basically this yellow gross hatchback. This is kind of the last year of good American muscle cars too, because mm-hmm. after seventy-five, you get into the OPEC well crisis shit yeah. where. America has to oh. make things that are uh, not gas guzzling yeah. monsters and they don't know how to do it, so all their cars suck for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, the scene though is fucking great. It's a whole like tour de force of LA in like the late 70s. Yeah. They go literally and- like from LA to Torrance to Long Beach, like they cover all this ground mm-hmm. and they only have one car for like a lot of the stunt shots mm-hmm. for this thing, so it is so fucking battered by the end of this scene. <laughs> it's insane because it's been rammed, it's like run into shit, it's done a million jumps, and it mm-hmm. just. It adds so much character to that chase because it's just, this is that car and it is struggling like to make it across the finish line. But 
such a cool scene. You can watch the whole thing. I'd say you don't even need to watch the movie. And, and just, to, I want to round up William Friedkin at this point, because yeah. he's not dead yet, so please let's appreciate him while he's still around, because he hasn't made a movie in, like, six years, mm-hmm. but he is a ton of awesome shit. Did he do that new Michelle Williams one that just came out? He hasn't done anything, mm-hmm. he hasn't directed anything since Joe. I Killer think... Joe with Matthew McConaughey, where he's, he gives a blowjob to a chicken finger. Got a, <laughs> he got an oh, NC-17 yeah. rating. I saw it in the fucking theater. It's <laughs> kind of an insane sequence. I remember the sequence. Yeah. Um, but French Connection is always brought up. Very particular fetish in mine was addressed. <laughs> French Connection is brought up, and like it, it still looks great, because it's, again, all practical, shot on location. But it's the behind-the-scenes that make it more interesting, that the French Connection is about a, an actual drug bust that took mm. place a few years earlier. So the mm-hmm. people involved in that bust are consulting and on set. Yeah, so NYPD cops are consulting, mm-hmm. but then they also go in to do the filming for mm-hmm. the stunt, right? Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Friedkin was young. His, I think it was his WTF interview. He's like, why did that look so good? And like, because I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care about anybody's life. Bystanders, my actors, I put everybody in danger, and I would never, ever do that it's again. It's really bad. Like, they... It, they, he, they, like, mounted a camera to both bumpers and, like, he jumped the directors in the back, in the back of the, the car stunt, because yeah. none of the cameramen would work on the scene because they didn't want to be involved they're flying underneath an elevated train in, in Brooklyn or in, somewhere in New York Dave uh, <laughs> he's never seen the movie oh, okay, okay. never really left Long Island yeah. um, <laughs> but it's it's a fantastic sequence still yeah. it holds up in, yeah. especially when you know how dangerous it is there's a car that gets brutalized in that scene that's a guy going to work yeah, Whoa. they didn't. They didn't have permits. No. They, they all had, the pedestrians you see are actual just pedestrians because yeah. the cops park their cars to block traffic. But he, he, people they didn't have permits, around. but he got the NYPD to help block the streets. Hmm. But they yeah. kept going at like a hundred miles an hour. It it looks insane still. Yeah, right. It's Gene Hackman trying to catch a train. Popeye mm-hmm. Doyle. Popeye Doyle picking uh, his feet I, in Poughkeepsie. I think it's Queens <laughs> where that part was. Uh, yeah, like the underpass. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know where an elevated train is, and uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been to that section of. So New it is York. technically a car versus a train scene, which is pretty, you know. It's, it's a car we'll versus every other car on the street. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. in the sequence, like once you know all this, like holy fuck, everybody is in real danger here, hmm. especially the driver. Also, I think we explained this earlier, but the scene is the same from GTA Four, yeah. where all the Slavic people live. Yeah, it's where <laughs> you start, and like you get the shittiest tracksuits in the game, mm-hmm. and bring a uh, or Roman for drinks a lot. Mm, yes. So, like I, it was just interesting to look up the behind the scenes of this. This movie's produced by Philip Day and Tony, and the driver is Bill Hickman. Mm-hmm. He pioneered the, the yeah. sequences. <laughs> <laughs> he pioneered the sequences in Bullet, oh, and okay, then okay. like kept one upping it into uh, French Connection. And, and Philip D- and Tony went to undirect Roy Scheider in another movie, The Seven Ups, which has a really great car sequence that ends yes. with basically the decapitation of whoever was driving that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks insane as the roof is <laughs> scraped off in front of you. I was going through this and I saw a couple of those where they end, but that's the denouement is like yeah. a car like rear-ending a big rig with like an elevated yeah. rear so it just like... And it's just like the most clean roof cut off you've ever seen in a car that <clears throat> happens right in front of you. But he directed a... that movie and that was kind of his thing to make huge on-screen <clears throat> dangerous car stunts. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I wanted to roll that into one of my personal favorite films that almost no one has ever seen To Live and Die in L.A., uh, it's almost no one, huh? Hmm. Huh? It, well, you it, saw you saw it because you took it from me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you guys haven't seen it. It's the only movie I know of that stars secret servicemen that centers around secret servicemen mm. doing what the secret service actually does, uh, okay, which is okay. protect the treasury. They mm. have a side job of protecting the president, and you see that in movies all the time. Mm. But they're the secret service's job was to like bust counterfeit 
money launderers. And like this movie, also by William Friedkin, insane. Multiple people get shot in the face it on is screen a with a shotgun. Movie too. Like, it, it's very strange. Yeah. And very gloriously 80s. And then yeah. in the middle is a 10 minute. These Secret Service agents trying to bust this counterfeiter, they have to steal a, a certain amount of money so they can fork it over to this counterfeiter. But, you know, my boss won't give us the cash. We can't do this bust without it. So they have to actually rob somebody. Of course. And it's one of the most insane L.A. car chase sequences I have it's ever great. seen. It's got the L.A. base and it's got a, you know, freeway, right, wrong way chase stuff. It ends up in a culvert like T2 where there's, a, like, Jesus, a thousand of your dads with automatic mm. weapons. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that we're still casting it's goons like, as, like, yeah. balding tubby vest <laughs> It was like lethal enforcer goons yes. pop yeah. out and stuff holding hostages. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I want to show you guys the clip because... There's, it's famous for the end of that 10-minute car chase sequence where they also run in front of a train, bust through Chinatown, yep. um, go through that fucking Grease Terminator 2 culvert, and then uh, ends up driving the wrong way on a freeway. Mm -hmm. And it's so disorienting, I was reading, they filmed it, they shot it backwards and flipped the image huh. to make it more disorienting. For, if you look really closely at it, it's like you can barely tell what's going on, but it's actually them driving on the wrong side of the road so they were flipping. reversed the whole time that's crazy it's <laughs> they were but they reversed this section of the highway somewhere in california and he said he did it deliberately to be disorienting during that sequence because he thought just driving the wrong way why didn't you just use a dutch angle i don't know yes. i don't know but that scene is awesome i did show it to you guys yeah. i love that little pivoting machine that yeah. the mad about you guy and <laughs> yeah it just like it just looks like a buick saber rotating in place <laughs> yes. well, 85 real. apollo but close that's why i said like <laughs> and i will tell you i we will take you out of the sequence with one of my favorite jams ever. The whole soundtrack to Live and Die in Shaka LA Khan. is all Wang Chung. <laughs> I mean Chung. Wang Chung. <laughs> it is all Wang Chung of everybody <laughs> Wang Chung tonight fame. They did the whole score for the movie. It is wow. so gloriously 80s and pretty. Uh, I really, it's, it is one of my greatest film recommendations everybody I can make. Everybody drive fast tonight. <laughs> really, vi Willem Dafoe, I forgot to say that, a really young and uh, sexually unnerving Willem Dafoe. Streets of Fire era. I was going to say, Pre or post Streets of Fire. Uh, I think he's nude in the film at some point. You see his ass. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I've never seen, at that point, I've never seen a movie do that to its main character. And it's insane. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to spoil anything. But we'll be right back with our uh, the top tier car chases of all time. I hope you're well rested because if you're not, oh man, this is going to be the perfect sponsor for today. Casper Mattresses. Yes, Casper Mattresses, baby. Offering you one hell of a sleep experience for an outrageously reduced cost. And even better than that, if you go to caspertrial.com slash laser time, you can get $50 towards any mattress that you want right now. And when I say any mattress, I mean from twin to California king. And if you don't know what Casper Mattresses are... Uh, they are mattresses that combine high-density memory foam and premium latex to create a sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced through the night. Casper's dug deep into the science of sleep, and they're trying to offer you a better mattress at a much better cost. And one of the ways Casper has cut out the cost is by not having stores throughout the entire country. Instead, they ship the mattress right to you. As a result, Casper mattresses are up to a quarter of the price that you'll find in most big box stores, and even better than that, and if you have any reservations of a mattress being shipped to your house, Casper knows that, and that's why they've provided 
provided you with a 100-night risk-free trial. You don't like the Casper mattress? Give them a call. They'll come pick it up for you, get rid of it, and give you a full refund. If you're in the market for a new mattress, please consider Casper. And even better, go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime to get $50 towards any new mattress. Are you already tired of 2017? Jump into the past with 302010, a weekly look back at what happened 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. Here's something you may remember from 1987. Over the top with Sly Stallone, Golan and Globus. But it is directed by Golan. Wow. And if you've seen the movie, the documentary Electric Boogaloo, like they were making a bunch of theatrical garbage and this was their stab at... Triple A garbage. <laughs> I think Stallone it's... got a huge payday. Biggest thing I'm bummed wow. out of. This is a movie about underground arm wrestling, yeah. <laughs> and called over the top. Even though Stallone has a movie called Fist, it's unfair. <laughs> that you don't make have a been this fist movie. when you're arm wrestling. You grab arms. You go over the top, baby. The plot here: he wants to have custody of his son, yes. and he is a truck driver who is also semi-pro arm wrestler. He's, uh, he's is a strange son. He has. I think yet, he it, runs it, away. Because the mom is sick. The mom is sick, and he's he's a stuffy military academy guy. He has to hang out with his truck driving dad in the underground world of over the top arm wrestling. The big arm wrestling championship, and it's double elimination, which means both arms. Yeah. <laughs> that would Sorry. be so great if he did both arms at the same time. Wow. Oh, my God. If that's not a sport. Yeah. He's he arm wrestling four people at once. A giant Ouroboros <laughs> of arm wrestling in a circle. <laughs> How do I know who's winning? They but, call him Vishnu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 302010, a weekly look back at what happened in music, movies, TV, and games every Thursday right here on the Laser Time Network. Ahoy ho, everybody. This is Bob Mackey. Chris Antista. Henry Gilbert. And when you're done listening to this, we'd like you to check out Talking Simpsons. It's our chronological exploration of The Simpsons only on the Laser Time Podcast Network. Where we occasionally talk sports. Daryl. Daryl. When we throw people under the bus, name names like the insidious. Mr. Black. And we're the one podcast that will never sell out to foreign interests. Ooh, the Germans are mad at me. I'm so scared. Ooh, the Germans. The Germans. For all this and more, listen to Talking Simpsons every Wednesday at TalkingSimpsons.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Okay, this is going to get weird, Okay, this section, because we were trying to boil down, with Grimm and myself, the 10 greatest car chases, mm-hmm. with more of a modern take. Yeah, we didn't want it to look like every other list. Yeah. Of. So and, far it does, and, but... And the, the weirdest one was like trying to think of the best chase in the Fast and the Furious series. Yeah, and, and I, I think that it comes down to two. Does um, it? Yeah, I mean, you referenced, I think, the one that we're going to go with, but the other one is obviously the Dom Brian chase from the first movie, just mm-hmm. the drag race. Because that one is just straight up, like, that's what it is. It's just yeah. a straight up drag race against a train, and it's yeah. a charger, it's domestic versus import. <laughs> yeah. It's got all the hallmarks. Fucking of haunches up on its back wheels. Like, and I, I tried yeah. to, I tried, I wanted, I love the Fast and the Furious series. It is so weird. So I tried to find, I got to get a clip from the first trailer to show you how fucking <laughs> far gone the series oh, yeah, yeah. is. 
And the original trailer is no voiceover, on-screen text, one line from Vin Diesel, and two Limp Biscuit songs. Hmm. That's a, that's the era. Like simultaneously. It's born from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it, is it uh, Roland? It is not uh, one of their. Fa- it is a deep <clears throat> Limp Biscuit wow. cut. It, huh. I have no idea what it is. Wow. Um, but it, I wouldn't think in together now would work. In it, it's, somebody in a negative review of Fast Eight, like I cannot. It blew my mind when they pointed out that Fast, the original Fast and the Furious, yeah. is essentially a remake of Point Break, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's exactly what it is." For some reason, it is yeah. a, a, a two young undercover agents going uh, like infiltrating a team of extreme sports, technically petty crime people at the yeah. time, stealing uh, DVD players yeah. and riding yeah. around in crotch rockets. Yeah. Civics. Uh, Civics with underbody and lights Civ- and harpoon guns on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it, it just cut to the, the latest film and like, that's a submarine and a missile. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're flying around with a rock. Yeah. And here's a long some way. insane monster truck, mm-hmm. race truck, engineering And there's thing. like b- basically G.I. Joe vehicles at this oh, point. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's a weird tank thing that's impossible you, to drive on ice. Yeah. But You just fishtailed out of a window in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. And that's, that is a great <laughs> sequence as well. And I, I don't know... I didn't really like that one. It's the cool, but yeah, I don't know. This one's way better. The one we're talking about. The, the, what we're talking about is the vault. Ch- uh, this is yeah. great. This yeah. is from six. Beautiful. Five. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. Five. That's yeah. five. It's because this is this is to me when the series clicked with me. Yes. This is still my they, favorite. To me, this was the big pivot. Like yep. I think in Fast and Furious, which is the worst one, the fourth one is the worst. It's the reunion movie after they all Man. quit to do better things. Yeah. Hmm. Uh huh. And. But well, that one, so like, crazy. one, two, and three were all, you know, ridiculous, but within reason. They were all, the scope of them was all, like, car stuff. Yeah. yeah. Four started to broaden a bit, but, like, that underground Mexico border race thing was, mm-hmm. like, eh, that was very CG and did not seem super real. But you're, cool. you're a Tokyo Drift fan, though. Oh, yeah, I like Tokyo is, Drift. Is that purely because it's a car film? Like, well, exactly, yeah. It's more about, like, yeah, sort of. Car culture it's definitely not the star of it. No, fucking not. Lucas Black. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I not love great. that he got, but he got huh, reintroduced so. in the seventh film, and he looks a billion years older. He does. Yeah. <laughs> it's not his fault. Um, yeah. But yeah, this trace I think was the one where it went. Okay, we're pivoting this series to massive Titanic fuck you set piece. That's yeah. like yeah. we're destroying an entire city. We're killing thousands of cops. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this se- the sequence, the vault sequence. Oh yeah, yeah. They, those cops are fucking murdered. Oh yeah, absolutely. Over like, and over again. So yeah, they they rip a bank vault. out out of a bank and then tether it to two giant cars to a Dodge Charger SRT8s and <laughs> every single cop car also Dodge Charger <laughs> I wonder if they were involved I couldn't, couldn't tell you and then haul ass through Rio I think it's Rio. Brazil but I have I, I love that I had the opportunity going to a friend's wedding like you, like, you see this road you're on right now this is the bridge from the Fast and the Furious Ooh. bank se- the vault sequence History. It's and it's in Puerto Rico uh, and they CG'd the fuck it's just uh, trees and they CG'd favelas like all like all over the hills uh, uh, but it was Puerto Rico but it looks gorgeous it's one of the best sequences I think the series has to offer yeah it's great I love yeah, it. yeah. it's so well done just because the way that they kind of you know mm-hmm. throw physics to the wind so that you can anime whip chuck a 20 yes. ton <laughs> vault around a corner because it never watching it again like how is this even moving right it would take I think six cars to pull li- this thing at this speed. I linked to an article where some nerdlinger and a vulture article. <laughs> they talk to like some physics professor and he breaks it down. I think he comes to the term that to get it to move this fast it does they need 192,000 wheel horsepower <laughs> and each of those cars I think has like 400. Yeah, because so. yeah, because watching it again like did they I, did I miss the sequence where they put like a dolly underneath this mm-hmm. vault? No, no, yeah. Because it rolls at certain yeah. points Just anyway. friction. Whatever. <laughs> that sucks. But a fucking fanta- unforgettable sequence and for me like got me re-interested in the franchise yeah. again. Absolutely. That, um, that's also also, I think one of the high points of the series. I, I mean, you got Don Omar and Tego Calderon. You should watch so the trailer for miss one. Them so much. I know they're so good. And, yeah. But just when the series, I don't know if you could launch a series with 
with the attitude or pitch of Fast Five, I really feel like they had to earn it through like a, a four-film yeah. series. That's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can't just automatically start out that way, and it's just so glorious. It's one of the best best scenes in that. Series. And just keep adding cast members where it's like, <laughs> I do want to see Jason Statham and The Rock fight each other. That's true. Except now I want to see him team up. Now I want to yes. see him get married. <laughs> now I want to see their child. <laughs> Everyone has a shelf life of being a heel for one Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Then they join the good guys. True. That's yeah. like I've only seen the trailer, but it looks like. Jason Statham is working with them and, yeah. because Vin Diesel is heel in this movie and it's like come uh, I fine think they, they fine contract but you're okay with all the heel and face turns in wrestling yes because <laughs> they're there every week they're not doing it once a year it's every, they, two, every two years, years every two years they contractually have one or two more films and I love how the producers are talking like of course we can bring Han back. Yeah. Yeah. We brought other people back from the dead, for fuck's yeah. sake. They did, uh, they the got wrestling a time, comparison like, is good, though. I am bummed that all their intro music is mm -hmm. either uh, Wiz Khalifa or Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, nope. I feel like at w the 10th movie, mm -hmm. they'll go back in time. They will have a car that goes they, so fast. They are car. actually literally talking. there was a movie where that happened. They are, <laughs> in interviews, they're literally talking about space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Going to and why not at this and, point? And why it not? It becomes Riddick. We why? all know that that's how this works. <laughs> yeah, out. They're both Universal films. It, it could happen. I, I did read something this week where <laughs> apparently they wanted to bring Ja Rule back, like you know, f throughout the first four movies mm -hmm. when they're trying to bring Monica, everyone back. No. But but, is he but Ludacris got his role, so it's like Ja Rule turned uh, down his, like being in one of the Fast sequels because he wanted like more money. But it's like, well, you could have had a cur like this could have just been your career yep. being in these movies. But uh, yeah, we could make fun of your CG yeah. abs. Yeah. <laughs> My literal video. favorite moment of his performance is rolling up the window when I think it's in six, six or seven mm -hmm. when. The crazy tank thing rolls up next to them, oh. and he's driving with the window down, and he just starts like hand crank rolling yeah. up the window so these rockets won't get inside I the also, car. Actually, I'll, I'll call that sequence a close second to yeah. my favorite Fast Chase. Is the, that the, the tank one? The tank one, yeah. Yeah, I, I, really I, I kind of want to go back and watch Fast Two just no. just because yeah. I want to see yeah. Tyrese. That's one where Tyrese starts. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, inter he's introduced, but like that's Brett. wasn't Brett. he? A, wasn't we he like hungry, a, wasn't he a badass at first? Like in the last two or three movies, no, he's just been like he was always comic relief. Really, he was always the comic relief. Yeah, and, and that's man. and that's part of the series like losing itself. They wanted to make a quick sequel. Yeah. No one else wanted to come back, and it's so much CG. This, mm. I cannot believe the second film has the most obvious CG of oh, the yeah, series because yeah, yeah. they didn't bother with practical mm -hmm. shit. Just like a camera whipping around. Yeah. That's the one where Vin left. So you just yeah. have Brian. He gets uh, Vin is replaced mm -hmm. with Tyrese technically. And I don't even know what his job is in these movies anymore. Mm -hmm. Like he's just there to get clowned on. Yeah, but like, he's there the to tech guy, at again. Least. He's there to say the line. You mean to tell me? <laughs> I'll explain this to the audience. Right? Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, happy to bring the... back Devin Aoki and mm. her pink S2000 from yeah. Fast and Furious. What too. about your favorite? Uh, what was the Brazilian duo of? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, people that yeah, uh, the reggaeton stars, uh, Don Omar and <laughs> yeah. Teco Calderon. Yeah, yeah, they are hilarious. They are so good in those movies. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why they haven't brought them back. Uh, my absolute favorite line uh, when we when we watched Fast mm -hmm. Five during one of our it was a Quality Lords. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I don't remember what happened, Dave, but you had the they, line the line of the of the year. They were like, were they dressing up as janitors or something? I something so. like that. And there was yeah, a bathroom yeah. that exploded, and I just <laughs> said, "That's a reggaeton of shit." <laughs> And I like dropped my drink, <laughs> and I think about it like once a month. <laughs> uh, I'm sweating. Uh, and, and this is where we're gonna get into. I guess you want to call this deep laser time. Yeah, this, this is where we take a pivot into the realms of the unreal. Yeah, we gave you the uh, we gave you the the meat. It's time for your potatoes for your vegetables. No, you didn't think all in the family could make the list, but <laughs> Mom's no, I, family. I I like bringing up uh, a film called Short Time, and yes. um, this this is this. Awesome video. Is that uh, one of our laser times goes short? <laughs> which it never does. Uh -huh. uh, but here's a video trailer for this 
movie starring Dabney Coleman of Hot to Trot fame and Matt Frewer of Max Headroom. Fame. Same, like I just heard the sentence starring Dabney Coleman of Hot to Trot fame. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. See at Drexel's class. After yeah. a mix-up at the hospital, Detective Bert Simpson thinks he's got two weeks to live. What's the difference if it happens? It happens. But if he can go in the line of duty, all right, his family will be set for life. But getting killed isn't as easy as it looks. Short time. You're missing me again, you idiot! Short time, a fantastic comedy action premise with the most unlikely star <laughs> in the universe, mm -hmm. Dabney Coleman. Yes. Well, the last thing I saw him in was Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> yes. He was in like every 80s. He was the admiral, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the yeah. old guy sitting in the chair who yeah. never left the room. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, this movie is... Really fun. Burt Simpson is the name of the character. <laughs> Ironically, it came out in 1990 um, by Fox, mm -hmm. and Fox front-loaded the beginning of the film with the Marvin Monroe episode of The Simpsons. Because it, So if you saw it in theaters in 1990, you saw the premiere of that episode of The Simpsons oh, weird. along with it. And the this is not the way to get healthy! <laughs> yes. Uh, very, very strange. But like, it's, it's also a movie that's... not a good family. It's, it's never been on DVD, and for us it was famous because it ran on HBO all the time. Yeah. And I, it took me a while to figure it out. It's sampled in... I think Ice Cube's Ice T. I think he said no. It, well, oh. it, it is Ice Cube because oh, okay, it's on okay. the album Predator, which is uh, one yeah, of the few yeah. Ice Cube albums I did own. And okay. I, it's the outro to "Say Hi to the Bad Guy," uh, and the intro to "Oh My God, What Song Was That?" Here, I have a I have a clip from it if you need it. Duck your head in there, man. What kind of a cop killer are you? What kind <laughs> of a cop killer are you? What kind of a cop? And that goes mm. into the hit song. Chickity check yourself. That's the, so. That's the intro to check yourself. Before that's, you wreck your car. That's that's why the movie was like really special to us. It was one of the first samples we could recognize. It was uh -huh. on TV all the time. But the the premise of Dabney Coleman as a man who thinks he's a terminal disease and has to die in the line of duty, so his family gets the money. Yeah. It's why the car chase is so special because it's not anybody trying to pursue anybody. It's not anybody trying to get away from anybody. It's a man trying mm -hmm. to die. die yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, is uh, the yeah. Death Wish is probably a big car mo chase motivator for most of these movies. And I don't yeah. know what he's driving, but it looked like a freaking Monte Carlo. Like, <laughs> doing all kinds of goofy <laughs> shit. Well, uh, that's actually a 1982 Plymouth Caravelle. <laughs> How far off him? Boom! <laughs> a, a Plymouth anything doing that stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's the best thing about all these movies is that I'll do a quick aside for this. Yeah. But these big old American cars are all body on frame, which means mm -hmm. that they're very easy to repair or like the basically components of the car that make it run mm -hmm. are tucked in in a way where the 7,000 tons of American steel around it is going to take most of the damage. So huh. when you do these car chase movies, you can actually beat these things up, as you mm -hmm. see in the movies, to a fair extent. And they all keep running. Like the Mick Foley of cars. Right. And that's, exactly. that's what... Throw them off the cage. <laughs> which brings us to... Uh, yeah, buddy! What a great car chase theme. Uh, I really love it. Dude, is it whenever there's a car chase in the Blues Brothers, you get this music. I didn't know it was Otis Redding. Right. And it's Otis Redding and the Runaway Five. Out, like, outlandishly sped up. I this, here's the version with the lyrics for I Can't Turn You Loose. Like, I feel like I'm drunk when I listen to this version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Blues Brothers is such a fucking mm. fun movie. And a car bukkake. It is. A needlessly lovely mm. car bukkake. When uh, Carrie Fisher died over the winter break, obviously everybody was super fucking mm. sad. And I wanted to give some tribute to her that wasn't Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not that familiar with most of her roles outside of like when Harry met Sally or writing scripts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 
she shoots a rocket launcher at the Blues Brothers apartment mm. and it's the funniest on-screen explosion because they both fall through a floor while asleep. <laughs> it, is, it is so fuck. This movie is so good and just needlessly action-oriented mm-hmm. because at, at its heart it's this weird half whitewash celebration of blues music yeah. but all those legends are in the film like celebrated James Brown is oh, yeah. like in the first two minutes of the film Aretha Franklin never bolted. all it's, with fantastic performances it, it, yeah that, that, like sometimes not even lip sync they're singing in the fucking camera it's insane but f- punctuated by like four or five of the silliest mm-hmm. comedic car chases I've ever seen in my entire life right. it's like 40 cop cars mm-hmm. leaping yeah. over each other it is I just wish you could edit out Billy Crystal's jazz man from the that's <laughs> the part that always stuck is that me. that's not in there is no. it no okay uh I don't know. Now, are there any are there any good car chases in Blues Brothers 2000? Yes, really. They, they up because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. like I'm looking at John Landis's career and like he'd made like fucking Animal House mm-hmm. and American Werewolf in London. I don't know what he how any of them got a hard on to make this kind of movie. And then I was reading about Dan Aykroyd pitching it like even more insane than Dan Aykroyd's original Ghostbusters pitch, hmm. which is fighting <laughs> fighting ghosts in the paranormal paranormal world. That was his script for Blues Brothers, 340 Great. pages. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I think like you said earlier, when you were watching like uh, that Dabney Cole movie, yeah. HBO all the time, for whatever reason, Blues Brothers 2000 was on all the time when I grew up, mm. and I watched it five Man, it times sucks. before I ever saw the original. Wow. Really? And, yeah. It does have a scene that basically at the end attempts to replicate what Blues Brothers does. And it's mm. a bigger car body count. It I think is. at the time, Blues Brothers, uh, the first SNL movie mm. has the highest car kill count. Mm. Yeah. At the t- in the 1980 when it came out, 103 cars are murdered. Wow. <laughs> in, the, in the name of comedy. Uh, not to get too technical, but if you uh, look at the scene, you'll notice that most of the cars that are being launched over the camera, none of them have engines. You pointed that out to me. Yeah. That's like they took the engines of, of these cars, and it's just these fucking toy frames being launched yeah, in the air. There's a pneumatic like launcher that's just all right. Get the next Crown Vic on here. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, but d- during one boom. of those sequences where they're they're hauling ass underneath the Chicago L train, mm-hmm. yeah, and and like. Like, did they speed up this footage? And I had to read, like, no, they got permission to go 120 miles an hour in that fucking car underneath the the tight <laughs> space of the Chicago L train. Right. It's, and that's what you're seeing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so jarring because you, you usually don't see cars moving yeah. that fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's 120 miles an hour, this piece of shit old car. Yeah. The best and, part about that is where they, at speed, shove the car into reverse to do a backflip. They do a backflip <laughs> to flee thing. Nazis. <laughs> yes. Who then drive off a Nazis. bridge in our... For some reason, now a twelve hundred feet in the air, they both come out as gay, crash into the ground, and die. Like, yep. what more do you want from a film? <laughs> at end a Nazi car chase. It's so good. Blues Brothers is still so fucking. And funny. my favorite thing too is at the very end, at the end of the chase, mm-hmm. where the car like has given its all. They're surrounded by cops, and they're fucked. The car just collapses. It falls <laughs> apart like yeah. on every bit just because it's done. And it's and, like dude, that's a really anime touch. If you go to Universal Studios. The, which I also refer to as the Island of Misfit IP. Hmm. Somewhere in front of the Shrek Curious George. Is an animatronic Erica Badu doing her Is the fucking Blues Brothers car. It'll just drive out. Wow. And like, I don't... And every kid goes, Mom, what is this <laughs> thing? Mom, it's annoying. What... Shut they, up they... and enjoy the Waterworld live show. Which is literally there. <laughs> from really the there. Simpsons. Like, the Blues Brothers car comes out. It's painted red and has eyes on the windshield now. <laughs> Kurt Chung, but this this and To Live and Die in L.A. Those are my in Fast Five. If you haven't seen those three movies, those are my three recommends. And then I let Grim Grim wanted to get weird with uh, his favorite car chases. That that Blues Brothers like mass car scene kind of it reminds me of another early '80s uh, honorable mention Hmm. mass car scene. The end of used cars when they when they have to bring a mile worth of cars to the dealership, Hmm. and the very end is like you're just short of a mile, and he pops the uh, the like. 
the license plate vanity thing out, and it goes all the way to <laughs> one mile. That that movie is so dumb. The movie but it's is fun. really, it's, but that's it's the basi- movie that got Robert yeah. Zemeckis back to the future. It's basically it's, like eighty minutes of sketch comedy yes. in a car lot, and then a, a car chase for ten. A little minutes, bit of eighties rape humor, yes. and then boom, back to the future. That's what we get. <laughs> it, like the the intro to what's the fucking not Top Gear show on Amazon, the Grand Tour. Grand Tour, yeah. The ending of used cars is basically. Mm-hmm. Is the is that a thousand cars in the desert driving at full speed? Yeah, it's Perfect. really fucking cool. <laughs> they're all pieces of oh, shit. Oh, they're, too. they're all for the era for like 1982. Yeah. Pieces of shit then, so they yeah. look glorious. <laughs> now. <laughs> but uh, Grim Grim had some weird. When I asked him, these were the weird recommendations. I mean, you know, I'm kind of doing these as like underappreciated. I think mm-hmm. the ones that kind of get pushed to the side. But um, yeah, we're gonna go with um, a movie that sucks. It's a bad, <laughs> bad movie. Not good. Uh, it's the 2005 reboot of Dukes of Hazzard. Uh-huh. Directed by Broken Lizard's Jay Chandrasekhar for some mm. reason. Yes, wow. and I believe it features cameos from every member of the Super Troopers group in the film. Mm. At some Who, point. to me, I love their movies. All of them unrecognizable, except for Farvra. Like, <laughs> yeah. everybody's, everybody yeah. looks completely different yeah. in every film. It's true. Um, um, but but I, yeah. I've never seen this. It sucks. It's... I mean, it's led by Johnny Knoxville, and who's the other guy? Sean Williams. Sean Williams Scott. And Jessica Simpson. The most 2005 pairing ever. It's right. insane. It really is. It's every, how many people here had an MTV reality show? Oh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it is bad. They don't work together mm-hmm. and are annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, hey, instead of hiring a lead actor, what if we hired the two guys that play the farting clown from every other movie <laughs> and made them the leads? Uh, just, just hearing like, Johnny Knoxville talk in this, it's like, Every movie, he talks like this. <laughs> yep. I can't believe this car's going that fast. Bo, you're doing some great driving. I'm uh, going to join the Special Olympics. Dude, I found your car. <laughs> you can't reference another Johnny Knoxville movie Sorry. in the middle of your Dukes of Hazzard. Uh, well, what, one, like we were talking before we started, like, Brett, we, we loved the original Dukes of Hazzard show. I mean, I grew reason. up watching this all the time. It was one of the I... first non-cartoon... The first non-cartoon shows yeah. that I loved yeah. were this and Knight Rider because of the yeah. fucking cars. Yeah, the General Lee, and I had like a big wheel that was a Duke bike. We called it the Duke bike, and mm-hmm. I had a framed picture of the General Lee, which means I had a surprising amount of Confederate flags <laughs> in my room right. growing up. Uh. I just like the idea of the framed picture of the General Lee being signed General Lee. Love <laughs> you, Brett. <laughs> your, I, I, your favorite car. <laughs> I, and I can't believe they finally got rid of the Confederate flag on the General Lee for the licensing because for some reason I was in Japantown right after they announced that and like surely Japantown doesn't give a fuck about (laughs) implied racism of the Confederate flag and they had a ton of Duke merchandise with no flag on it it happened immediately well it happened way too late but when they announced it like immediately I'm seeing new Dukes of Hazzard merchandise with no Confederate flag very Johnny Knoxville's face but it it was I don't know why because the show is pretty unwatchable it's it's just a lot of the same sequences over and over again two honkies get away with a bunch of stuff all the time and uh, the you know Waylon Jennings bringing us to break Boss Hog and the whatever the there's like Sheriff the the main cop I forget his name but like fuck you know uh, they're just always you know pushing the boundaries of the law and getting away with it Uh, (laughs) but that I mean and it was as a kid it's so much fun to watch these guys constantly get away with like misdemeanors and, yeah, exactly. uh, and that's the show but then this movie was like 10 15 years too late they live, oh, yeah. they live in a town of like six people and yes. they get away from the one cop and like all done here <laughs> no <laughs> crime took place put in a full day at the factory today <laughs> you know you have the only orange car in hazard county right yeah <laughs> yeah but i yeah this is one of the first shows i remember loving it's 
pretty hard to revisit. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those things that cemented the Dodge Charger as like one of the most iconic like, really? race cars. Like that's what you know McQueen races against in Bullet. It's mm. in a million other things like Dirty Larry, Crazy Dirty Mary, Crazy, crazy Larry. Larry. Yeah. yeah, that's got a Charger in it. There's Chargers all over. But yeah, this 2005 one. Features stunt driving from Reese Millen, who's a famous uh, rallycross Formula D driver uh, from New Zealand. And he does a lot of cool driving in this movie. And the camera work is right on. It's really just nice, clear shots. It's not any of that Bourne movie yeah. kind of jerky shit. That launch of the car that we'll have in the article is looks fucking insane. That car was annihilated after that, I'm sure. <laughs> but they kind of show it landing, and it looks like it didn't explode. So that's something. <laughs> Positive it did. Which, yeah. by the way, yeah. that was almost the same sequence of Keanu Reeves' introduction in the movie Speed. It's like <laughs> yeah. just a flying car. That's how that's yeah. how he's introduced in Speed, if you recall. And this movie does have a great scene too, because they're in I think it's New Orleans or Louisiana, and there's a big roundabout, and there's just an extended drift scene on the roundabout where it's just Reese Miller doing some real nice precision driving and, and really old. You showed me that, and I was like, I wasn't impressed because it's multiple cuts. But you also linked me to a YouTube video of like here's like a bystander filming that sequence. It is a guy. Drifting in a circle for like two solid minutes, wow. <laughs> and yeah. it looks insane. Yeah, it's it looks better on the iPhone than it does in the film. That's true because you yeah. can appreciate what's actually this is happening on because he is that good in real life. So it looks insane. Mm-hmm. Did we uh, not talk about a uh, death proof? Oh my god! See, I, I we just did a thirty twenty ten about Grindhouse. Yes, okay. And I'll never be able to recreate my viewing of Grindhouse, which was I was entertained the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's never bored by death proof. It's good. I lo- I loved all of it. All of it. I love the, the bar sequence. I love the first, uh, to get the full benefit, you really got to be sitting in my seat, baby. And then just fucking kills Rose McGowan by slamming on the brakes. <laughs> I love all of that shit. But I I remember, it gets shit for being boring, Death Proof. Like a lot of nothing. I mean, it's a lot of shit. I mean, it, here's the thing, though. Like, he is most uh, openly, like, winkingly remaking a bad car movie Vantage from point. the 70s. Like, Van- yeah. like Vanishing, Vanishing point. point. Like, yeah, he's doing a movie where it's just... Ill car scenes padded mm-hmm. out with a lot of sort of meandering. Yeah, this doers. movie wasn't meant to sell itself. It's bundled in with like eighteen other B fucking schlock movies. Right. It's authentic to what it is, but in terms of Grindhouse, because both movies are shorter mm-hmm. in the Grindhouse package, they're about seventy minutes. Okay. Planet Terror and uh, so I saw it on IFC was airing Death Proof, the extended version with commercials, and my uh, dad went insane. Yeah. He's like, "When does this movie fucking start?" And like. You're right. I, inarguably, with commercials, this is like an hour of nothing. I saw it in theaters, and, and it was just—I like, loved it. Oof. But yeah. inarguably, I'll defend this movie to death. But inarguably, that this—the action, the car sequence—is fucking astonishing. Yep. Zoe it, Bell, right? Zoe Bell, who is yeah. Uma Thurman's stunt double in Kill Bill. Okay. So she's doing the stunts. This is she is that person is on the stolen. hood, of, yeah. who's strapped under the hood of a car yeah, as yeah. Kurt Russell is. Hmm. Stuntman Mike is trying to take them out. It is beautiful. Yeah. And if you see the behind the scenes, like, this is all kind of happening. They CG'd out some of Zoe's restraints. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's on the fucking car and moving at full speed. It looks really cool. (laughs) Right. And to the surprise of no one, this thing is absolutely chock filled with Quentin Tarantino references to old garbage (laughs) movies that he loves. (laughs) Um, Shall I go through them? Please. Okay. So, the white 1970 Dodge Challenger is an open reference. To Vanishing Point. Vanishing That's points. the one where, uh, I think it's called the Ship's Mass Stunt, where Zoe Quinn is strapped to the hood mm-hmm. of it with the rope through the thing. With the belt. Zoe Quinn? With the the, uh, Zoe Bell, sorry. <laughs> the Gamer Gang girl? <laughs> um, the yellow 72 Ford Mustang is Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. It's also the pussy wagon colors with the red interior and the yellow thing. Yes. It says a little pussy wagon in the back. Um, Kurt Russell's 71 Chevy Nova. 
I didn't know this. It has that cigar-chomping duck ornament on the hood. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a reference to a 1978 big rig flick called Convoy, which I scanned through, yeah. and it definitely ends with it's, a guy in a big rig just running through a police station. I happen yeah. to know that entire movie is on YouTube. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Convoy. It has a song in it. You can also uh, purchase that duck uh, hood ornament for your car right now. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Kurt Russell's Chevy Nova has a JJZ 109 license plate, which is the same. Steve McQueen's Mustang from Bullock. Hey! And finally, the Dodge Charger in the movie. Doesn't really reference anything, but mm-hmm. Dodge Chargers are huge. It also has a 938 Dan plate, which is the Chargers plate from Dirty Mary Crazy Larry. Mm. So there you go. That's uh, wonderful. Mm. And our last entry is going to make everybody mad. Oh, but yeah. it's it's. This is my passion project. This is the movie. I, I love will, that you love this movie. I will movie. die defending. <laughs> well, because we were talking about it on. Oh, I know this one. We were talking about it on Bonus Time, Laser Time's Patreon exclusive podcast. <laughs> but like, there's a lot of negative heat around Ghost in the Shell yep. and which is all valid but for me I never ever want to see a cartoon made into a live action movie ever again it's never worked once nope that will <laughs> never replace the original just make an animated movie of, that's more expensive and lavish wow Mr. Beauty and the Beast hater over here I fucking hate that movie it's a terrible cover song <laughs> uh, but but this movie, at least they're like, no, we're going to try and make this as much of a cartoon as we can, as mm-hmm. authentic to the Lean cartoon. Lean into the cartoon. And, and so I didn't love this, but you seem to have enduring love for the Wachowskis Speed 2008 Racer. Speed Racer. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it's just every time I see a clip from it, like, oh, John Goodman is dressed like an anime character. He is. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> dressed is. like the dad. Like, it's, it's clear the Wachowskis know what fucking Speed Racer yeah, is. Because everything in it is that like... they loved it. It's straight-faced, earnest, like... Yep. I like racing because racing is fun, and my family are racers, and this is what we do, and we love each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And then everything is oversaturated to shit. It's <laughs> one of the most like fake-looking movies you'll yeah. ever see but in your life. But intentionally, like, I, like when I can now look at that as a motif they yeah. chose to go for. They Absolutely. weren't striving yeah. to like make real-looking cars. They wanted to make a, sp- a big-screen speed yeah. racer and car And then like, something like Sky Captain, which is like, yeah, it's an all-green-screen yeah. oh. movie, but it's like... Yeah, but the color palette of this is boring and flat, whereas Speed Racer is just every color that exists <laughs> is, is in this movie at all times. <laughs> yes. And, and it's there's a scene so- where they're having like a conversation in the car. Uh, what's, uh, God damn it, I forget his name. Matthew Fox. Nah, the Emile Hirsch. Emile Hirsch and... Chim uh, <laughs> Chim? No, the girl. Christina Ricci. Yes, Christina Ricci are Trixie. talking. Trixie, mm-hmm. yes. They're talking in the Trixie. car on like a cliff, having like a little romantic discussion. And for no reason in the background, there's just an entire CG city, airplanes, and shit <laughs> yeah. just going on because it's like ADD, ADD, ADD. Yeah. Shit, there are shit, shit, a everywhere. couple of racetracks that just like, this is just a video game level. It no, they went to it the desert world. It's F-Zero it is, racing. And that's why when you when you brought it over, you were like, I'm coming over, yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing Speed Racer, the, the end. And yeah. we're like, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, watch was like, this is F-Zero. This like, is an F-Zero movie I'll never get. It's an idea of racing that no other racing movie tries to do because they're grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is completely fake, insane bullshit that's even more ridiculous than F-Zero because yeah. the whole premise for this is that cars are doing 250 miles an hour while doing 360s, mm-hmm. like wrestling moving into each other. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, this is the most impossible thing ever, but it really captures the idea of just speed and like mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. And the way it's shot, it's all CGI. Like, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a real Mach 6 or but whatever. But that's why I could have, if I hate live action adaptations of cartoons but it did at least strive most of it is a cartoon yes. it's just a computer generated and I'm totally fine with that it is gorgeous mm-hmm. it's a really cool movie it's completely earnest and po-faced the dialogue is like the bad guys the bad guy is a sneering British shithead <laughs> who loves corporations yep. and hates suckers <laughs> and he talks like this and you'll never defeat the corporation speed you'll never like, win this race exactly it is, it is like, more high concept than I ever gave it credit for upon release and the only thing about it that's unforgivable is there's Fox 
No, no he's, right. he's fine. Racer X, yeah, he's great. I love Racer X. And it's got Rain. Korean pop star Rain is in it uh-huh. as well. But the most unforgivable part about it is the kid and Chim Chim. <laughs> I forget the kid's name, but... They are so bad. Like every scene, but they were striving for authenticity. I am a huge fan of Speed Racer cartoon, and they're always sneaking into the trunk. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's what they do. What's what's the big John Goodman line like? Speed, Uh, you can't race through life. Like there's some really great trailer. He has one where he says ninja more like ninja after (laughs) he beats up a ninja that attempts to kill him, which is really good. But yeah, no, dude, it ends with one of the best race sequences ever. Where And it's, like, hilarious because I rewatched it before this just to make sure it was as good as I remember. And it is. <laughs> but there's so much gibberish between John Goodman and I forget who plays the mechanic. I, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, they're talking and they're using completely made-up words to describe the fucking car. And it's like, boy, what? Can he can he get the car started? I don't know. The Fanuli reactor's got a plasma yeah. protonic rejigger. It's he the Star Trek the, uh, techno babble. It's so bad, and it's yeah. just like uh huh uh huh. But <laughs> then like the whole scene is just great because it's Speed coming back after you know beating the awful cheating corporation to take the win and become the racer. His brother Matthew Fox always knew oh, he was. Metacritic of fucking thirty. Wow. Ugh. Um, Which is so bizarre because it's like I don't know. It's one of those movies when you review it, it's like. I think you're reviewing this the wrong way. Yes. Like, yeah. there's, there's like... Susan Sarandon was the mom. I yes. forgot about that. Oh, yeah. She no, just... She's the mom, and she's so sweet. And it's yeah. like... And the whole thing, it's so fucking corny, because it's Speed Racer yeah. coming back from the... <laughs> yes! John Goodman as Pops just looks like Mario. Yes. He just yeah. looks like Mario. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's so fun, and, like, and every does... almost every criticism you have, I'm like, that's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's corny as hell. The dialogue's bad. It does the montage thing at the end where every inspirational thing in the movie is said over speed racing <laughs> as he, like, comes across the finish line. And <laughs> it's just so creative, though. And the other races are complete goofball nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here I am in colorful CGI Dubai <laughs> racing against... A team of Vikings, yeah, who are racing for a bunch of furs and gold. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just like civilization gone awry. Of like, uh, all we do is race. It has Our a great entire scene economy too. is built around racing. Exactly. Yeah, and it has this great scene too, where it's like a guy's getting tortured and his hands getting shoved into like a piranha <laughs> thing to like get eaten. And it turns out the room is in a car, in like a truck, and it's revealed like minutes into the scene, and you're like, what? That's the from what? the episode Supercar. Uh, it's, I love Man, Speed Racer, it's all on Hulu. Okay. Uh, fire one up and give it a watch. It's slow. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it, because MTV started airing yeah. it in the early 90s, and I'd seen the syndicated cut, but the MTV version, like, people die in this constantly, oh, and yeah. we're not going to cut any of that out. So it was like the straight up, like, 60s one, and it's really violent mm-hmm. and really fun. Yeah. Lots of explosions and limbs falling everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I will I will defend Speed Racer until my dying day. <laughs> like looking at pictures of it seems like a dream mm-hmm. that that didn't really happen, and it's it looks astonishing. It reminded me of Fury Road in lots of ways. And I was mm-hmm. rewatching Fury Road last night because it was just like it's so unrepentant about how it's abusing the saturation slider <laughs> on like digital <laughs> film, where it's like. It's gonna look like this. <laughs> That's the one human aspect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's everything I'm in the Fox movie. head pop, popping out of yeah. a. Uh, it's like a imagine giant sleek white car. when they finally get to Toontown and, and Roger Rabbit. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this looks so. Oh, and Christina Ricci's so gorgeous. Yes. God damn it! I, I really want to rewatch this again. God damn it! I wish our Monday night movies weren't all set in stone. Hot mm-hmm. fuzz coming up, people. Can't wait to rewatch that with you guys live. What is it? The 24th. Yes. 24th of April. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/LazerTime. You can hear. Our bonus show, mm-hmm. um, where we talked I, we talked briefly about Get Out. I don't want to spoil too much that movie. That movie's <laughs> fucking awesome. Really cool. Mm-hmm. And I saw, mm-hmm. uh, finally saw Kong, but I also saw the new hit animated film from Japan, Your Name. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon is also the home of Cheap Podcast, the pro wrestling podcast, 
And man, I don't know if it was to like tie in with the zeitgeist of Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. but this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman overturned yes. a fucking ambulance, I and I, I might there was a do, petition to get him fired. I might have to do an episode <laughs> or a list of like WWE car moments because yeah. that was in, that was at the NASA Coliseum. I was at the NASA Coliseum in 1998 when Stone Cold Steve Austin filled Vince McMahon's uh, Corvette with cement, with cement yeah. and the, the the windows just like pop out. It's yeah. amazing. What yeah. was the, was it Goldberg who fucked his arm? Up yeah, smashing yeah, the smashing the window. Yeah. Then uh-huh. there's uh, oh, so many instances. Hulk Hogan and the Giant who used to that. Before it became the big show, they did a monster truck match. Oh, on the roof. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. That's but so I was bad. just so amazed that the Braun Strowman thing, it's like WWE, they do these cool stunts, and mm-hmm. then they'll do like replays of the stunts, and you'll find out, like, that's where they fudge it. Like, oh, oh, Shane jumped like 30 feet off of this, uh, off the Titan Tron. Oh, then when they replayed it, you could see the pillow he landed in. Yeah. The Braun Strowman thing, I'm sure he didn't actually pick that up. But they masked however that they did it. They, like the hydraulics in the back, they did it perfectly. And It, it looks like, like he flips an ambulance and over. It, and they it's, filled it with helium. Yes. <laughs> Slider than it. Well, I'll have seen Fast 8 by the time you hear this, yes. and we'll probably talk about it on bonus time, mm-hmm. the Patreon exclu- for five bucks a month, uh, patreon.com slash later time. It's how we're supported, how we live, and we yes. thank everybody for their support. Uh, Graham, anything to plug? We're gonna do, the, gonna put this in article form yes. at lasertimepodcast.com. Thank you for your help with that. Yeah, we'll create um, an article. Probably have some more uh, honorable mentions in there. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Some of these things are tough to talk about, but they can be communicated in thirty second YouTube. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I did want to talk about it. I thought it was worthwhile, even though this is a huge like visual topic. Yeah, but it is also something that that happens a lot less frequently than I imagined. Because Fast and the Furious is here to like make a whole movie out of that. Also, another big selling point for the article is that there's a comment section where you can berate me personally for putting Speed Racer on this list. That's a right triangle, you idiot. <laughs> it was a Ford right triangle. You're correct. You're correct. Uh, but that, Talking Simpsons, our weekly breakdown of the Simpsons, uh, TalkingSimpsons.com, and 30, 2010, our other shows. Again, all brought to you by Patreon, and, and we will hope we hope to continue those through your support. Thank you, We recently talked about a drive on drive. 30, 2010, the short-lived Fox show with Nathan Fillion, <laughs> where they're driving across the country. I'm sure yes, there is some the good less funny films. cannonball run yes. wax. Key races show that starring Emma Stone yeah. a decade before she won an Academy Award. Yes, insane. Yes, also. yes, yes. Uh, stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We are out of here. Shut up. And- now shut up and drive.